back to the Essential Healer podcast. Um, today we are doing another collective reading, but I have just came out of a little creative session where I'm working on my I'm working on a new deck. I like to make my own oracle decks with playing cards, so I'm working on a second deck now. And um, yeah, I finished two cards today, and I think that I want to use them in today's collective reading because, again, I was just guided to make these cards today, so I feel like there's still a valid um, message in it. So, anyways, besides that, um, I'm excited to announce that hopefully we will have a visual for today's um, episode. So, if you'd like to see the cards that I'm talking about, you can find my YouTube channel at the Healer on YouTube, and um, this reading should be posted there. I could be completely lying at this moment. Um, we will see how successful I am in this. Um, but fingers crossed, you'll be able to see all these cards and the ones that I just made. So, yeah, yeah. Um, let's get right into the reading then. So the first card that I made was the Ten of Diamonds here. <coughs> Innocence card, and um, on it, if you are not watching on YouTube, on it is um, so the idea behind the card is here. Let me read the card first. It says on the back, um, on the back, um, innocence won only after okay, so innocence won only after years of struggle toward a deeply ethical life in a culture torn between naive ideals and cynical behavior allows one to, and then on the other side, it says, allows one to forgive oneself for past ignorance and to breathe the invigorating air of qualified purity. So, basically, inviting innocence, innocence into our lives and into our um, thought patterns because it can be so beneficial um, when you are spiritually evolving to accept your innocence in a lot of areas of life. Now, this isn't um, excusing ourselves or um, avoiding responsibility in any way. It's recognizing that we at one point were a product of our environment and for that reason, that in itself is a, is a lesson that we're learning. But everyone is born, you know what I mean, pretty innocent, and then we're conditioned to specific things. So this perspective of innocence can also help you with self-compassion and outward compassion because you're really being able to experience the idea that no one is really born this way. Everyone adapts into being what they think is the most correct version of themselves or whatever. Someone, Everyone always has that sense of who they should be or their personality or yada yada. Anyways, we're all innocent at the end of the day. We're just responsible for how we achieve this innocence, not avoiding responsibility again. Like, this is not ignorance. It's not willful, willful ignorance. It's innocence. Um, okay, and then the second one that I made was al alchemical innocence. So, not a huge difference, but, um, oh, so sorry, to visually describe that first one, the Ten of Diamonds, the Innocence card, on, on the front is Maleficent, and she just gives me alchemical, like, magic, able to, able to, like, do magic and alchemy vibes you know, and then we have wizard hands, 
down here on the second um, half of the card or whatever. So there's two sets of like wizard, magical, and Maleficent and Vespasian. And then there's a young girl's face, and that to me just reminded me of like my ten year old self and innocence. Yeah. So and how the alchemy of the world sort of corrupts us in some ways, but then we always find our innocence and our own alchemy, which is the cool part about Maleficent because I really felt that that's now that I'm thinking about it, I think that's the evil <laughs> from Snow White or whatever. Damn, I'm really bad at princesses. Anyways, in my mind, this was a powerful witch. It doesn't have to be the Disney one. That's weird that both of these have Disney images in them. Anyways, the second one is Alchemical Innocence. It says, after much toil and experiment, a sign of the soul's evolution. So once again, finding this innocence and accepting it and sort of embodying it and um, respecting it. Um, so finding this innocence is like just this sort of feeling of alchemy. Like you get to that balanced point. You get to the point of there's no, there's no more guilt. There's only joy and improvement and growth from here. Like that's the best part about it. Um, <coughs> Yeah, so those are the cards that I made. Oh, and on this one visually, sorry, the three of hearts, it is a young kid watering a plant in, that's in a pot, and the plant is actually like Jack and the Beanstalk style, rolling straight up to the sky, and there's three cartoon characters, and yeah, so alchemy. We're talking about alchemy, the evolution of the soul, and how innocence plays a huge role in that. Oh, okay, so... Starting with the reading. Come on. Ellie wants to be involved. Come on. You got it. Come on. You got it. Her bed's just a little bit higher than it used to be, so now she's afraid to jump. But you got it, huh? Okay. Sorry about this. Alright, so once again, we are starting off with the Goddess Tarot. Um, by Chris Walder, one of my favorite decks, one that I use pretty much every episode. Um, so we're just going to go in, oh look, Ellie, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see <laughs> Yes, thank you, thank you for being here. Alright, lay down. Get comfy. Get comfy. I love you too. Alright, so we're learning more about this innocence. What, can we, can we get a little bit more, um, information on this innocence, what this might look for for us. Okay, so we have transformation and six of pentacles. So, this transformation card is really great um, because that's the whole idea around accepting this innocence quit. That's the whole idea about around accepting this innocence um, right now is transformation. Transforming your perspective away from a guilt-based um, perspective and into a innocent, like you were innocent when you made those decisions. You are absolved of any guilt that you have towards yourself or your life um, purely because you can recognize that you were doing the best that you could with what you had at the time. Um, it's really also forgiveness, too. Like, that also has been coming up all day as I was making this. Forgiveness is a huge part of innocence because 
when you recognize your innocence, you inherently have to recognize everyone else's innocence and vice versa if you have to do it the opposite way. And then we have um, Six of Pentacles, which is showing me um, three women. And to me, it just gives me, like, it reminds me again of my little 10-year-old self just looking up to this, this woman in your life, your mother, your grandmother, whoever it is, if you had, like, a... Um, a female role in your life that you looked up to. For me, when I look back to my childhood, the last time I felt like I was truly innocent was when I was my mother's daughter. Like, that relationship, everything, she just made me feel like a child, like a baby, like like a mother should, you know what I mean? But there was a certain point where I was, like, six or seven or getting to the 10, 11, 12 age where I started to become, feel less innocent or less close to my mother in that same maternal way, it just shifted. There's always shifts. So, but returning back to that innocence, and this can even be like inner child work. Maybe um, we have to get closer to our inner, in our, our inner child in order to understand innocence again because we have to be able to relate it to something. And if we are disconnected from our inner child and we're not – um, honoring the memories of our childhood, whether they be good or bad, there's always information in memory. Um, it just feels like there might be a disconnect. Maybe that's why there's two, um, or there's actually four Disney cast members in all of this innocence, because it's really leaning into what makes you feel innocent, what makes you feel like you are, you are innocent of the world's prejudice. You're innocent of the world's um, cast on you. So what does that look like? What What is that? What did you look like um, before you were conditioned into the society? Um, we're going to keep going again with Whispers of Healing by Angela Hartfield, another one of my favorites. And we're going to see... And I'll read from the book for this one, but we're going to see um, just how how we get to, towards this, this innocence. How do we invite more innocence into our life? Do we have any, any uh, guidance on that, on getting this innocence, understanding it, accepting it, receiving it? Like 
it's part of the deal, you know, like you can't have one without the other. Um, I'm going to read from the book, though, because they always usually, they always usually um, word it really beautifully. Um, so, Compassion, it says, during a healing challenge, Um, it says, during a healing challenge, it might seem counterintuitive to have compassion for someone who hurt you in the past. However, forgiveness is a vital step in your healing process. Decide to let go of resentment. Feelings of hurt, suffering, being the victim of, or wanting revenge are low in vibration and prevent you from making progress. Yeah, so like we were saying, when you, when you feel guilt or you just feel that angst or that resentment in any way towards anything, it could be a person, it could be an event, it could be a job that you worked for, there, um, it just, it can't go unchecked because when you hold on to resentment like that, you, it builds and it's, and it's low vibrational when you can be free of all of those thoughts, of all of those hurts, of all of that suffering, um, when you really just let go of the guilt and you accept the innocence and the compassion. It's just kind of like washing the plate clean for everybody. It's like, and there are certain circumstances where things cannot be ignored. Don't get me wrong. Like, this does not apply to all situations. If you, if there needs to be, like, a boundary set in place, place that boundary. We're not talking about reverting to childlike states. We are empowering our inner children, our inner child, um, and respecting our own innocence, and that comes with unattached compassion, period, okay? Um, so it says, for, forgiveness carries a high vibration. Forgiving someone in your past will bring healing to you. You don't need to communicate an apology. Forgiveness is something you do within yourself. Once you decide to forgive, it can lead to feelings of tolerance, sympathy, and consideration for the person who hurt you. Okay, so let's talk about the tolerance, sympathy, and consideration. Just like I was saying earlier, I don't, as hard as it is for me to say out loud, um, I think that awful people were treated awfully, and that's the only way they are okay with doing awful things, because it was normalized for them, and as shitty as that sounds, once again, we are responsible for our community, our communities, you know what I mean? So um, they're a product of their world, and it's sad that our world allows awful people to exist, but it's the truth, and we have to exist around that, and we have to be compassionate for the awful people that have no idea that there's a whole other option, you know, like they, that they can be anything but awful, they just haven't been offered that ability yet, you know, and it's harder when, when adults grow into being unable to communicate and unable to mature, because those um, behaviors get, like, they get deeper or set more into stone the longer they continue, obviously, it's so much harder to break a habit of 10 years as opposed to three months, that's why it's important to have, like, that that self-check of, okay, where's humility in this? Like, where am I, where am I just doing a little too much? Where am I, where does my innocence need to be honored? Because sometimes our, our innocence is dishonored when we just do too much, when we're trying to um, portray
tray too many things or just have too many things on our plate, we are unaware of the innocence in allowing ourselves to be mediocre or to be, you know, just like you don't have to do everything for everyone. We're, we don't allow ourselves to be anything less than great, um, us people pleasers, that is. And um, people pleasers are very easy people to guilt, to, you know, like guilt trip someone. Um, it's very easy to, to feel guilty, and so you find yourself doing things that you don't even align with because you are not respecting the innocence in saying, no, I don't want to do that, or no, I don't want to have a relationship with that person, you know, respecting boundaries that you can always feel them, but they're not always respected. And again, that's always based on your environment. Some things, they have to be worked around, but other things, there might be certain things that we are ignoring that need not be ignored. Um, okay, so I'm going to keep reading as the book for compassion, number two. This uh, card might be prompting you to consider any hurt or pain you may have caused others. Ponder the times when others have forgiven you. Forgiveness is a process. You may need to reflect on small offenses more than once and bigger offenses, offenses even more so. In the card artwork, uh, uh, Adria, oh, dang it, I'm so bad at this. <laughs> okay, um, so like an earth angel is connecting to a rabbit. Let me stop myself. Okay, visible roots. Oh, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, it's connecting to a rabbit and a sparrow. Its visible roots may signify the need to ground yourself. Try to look at a situation from a different perspective. The sparrow may indicate a situation being resolved in a creative manner, and the rabbit signifies a beginning as well as working out social differences. The orange and yellow hues may relate to the sacral and solar plexus chakras. The color green represents the heart chakra, where the major healing will occur in this situation. Reflect on how this card affects you. <clears throat> when you think of forgiveness, is there anyone specific that comes to mind? Where would the healing that comes with forgiveness be of benefit to you? Okay. Sometimes we're so worried about actually forgiving people um, or just forgiving people, period, that we forget um, why we're trying to forgive them. Because at the end of the day, forgiving them has nothing really to do with them. It has a lot more to do with us. Because as long as we don't forgive someone, we always feel sort of that grudge towards them. And, and when you live with a grudge, you that's just something that's, that's taking up space within you, within your heart, within your soul. Um, so as much as you don't talk about it, as much as you don't acknowledge it, it is still there. So I think that that's where the humility comes back in and the um, ability to have enough self-respect to tell yourself the truth. How do you really, really feel? What is really bothering you? Is there any points inside of you where you feel like there's unresolved relationships, where you didn't get closure? That's really usually where you require the most um, forgiveness, is where you feel like you need more closure, because closure is a made-up a made up thing. Like this forgiveness and this innocence has nothing to do with any interactions outside of you. There will be no prompted interactions. You can let it lead to an apology, but it is not necessary. Like it's not on the ingredients list. Um, in fact, sometimes reaching out to that person can be harmful. I know that there's a lot of people that I've had to forgive or have 
um, thought about them forgiving me, but I know that reaching out to them would create a new situation where one of us was going to be needing forgiveness, and that's not worth it. But I'm allowed, I'm able to resolve with forgiveness within my own space, you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, okay, so we're going to keep going, and I just wanted to show these cards real quick. I'm not going to go through all of them, but Modify, <laughs> number 20, has like a rainbow unicorn image on it. This is Wands. So Modify, maybe there's something that you got to do differently. Maybe there's, um, maybe you need to modify, like, the process in which you hold yourself accountable, it, you know, um, with this compassion. Maybe the modification is more compassion in your life for yourself and others. Then we have barriers, so again, it seems like this um, innocence, there's going to be a lot of barriers on the way to discovering your innocence, and um, I think the most outright thing that you can do is to stir up your inner child, is to play, is to have fun, is to giggle, like do childlike things so that you can rediscover what that feels like. So when it comes around naturally in your adult life, you're able to recognize it more easily um, instead of it being like, oh, I don't know what this is, so I'm going to push it away. No, you're used to it. So maybe your barrier is going to dissolve when you practice your innocence, your childlike manner. Um, then, yeah, so this definitely says vibration. So, again, maybe we're dancing, maybe we are listening to music, um, maybe we are, I think vibration also has to do with just getting out of that lower, vi lower vibration that we were talking about earlier, how um, fear and guilt and resentment can hold us so low, even when we don't acknowledge it. You think, you can think that you've put it behind you because you haven't acknowledged it in so long, but you know when it's still resting, when it's still, you know, it's just there, it's in those boxes in the back of your mind, and it comes up every once in a while when you're going through things, and you see that, just throw the box out, we don't need it anymore, vibration, get that vibration higher so that we can accept this new way of living life, um, and then the last one, also realize those last three were all blue and like indigo purple cards, we've got a green one, and now a very light purple one, and it says, get clear, um, <clears throat> So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while now, um, a lot of this, this get clear message is kind of reoccurring now at this point because um, we're really being guided to understand, to make that deciphering boundary of this is the reality that I accept and I um, grow and this is the reality that's being pushed on me and that's taking from me. And... Um, Realizing the difference and getting clear on what is truly important to you, what living your life, what enjoying your life really means um, is one of the most important parts in innocence because you have to be allowed to desire the things that you truly want. You, I mean, I sit back and I feel like this is a pointed message at maybe just a few people, but um, what things that are you manifesting or desiring or trying to represent in the way you present yourself physically? What material things are truly things that you have just been told to like and been conditioned to want? Um, get back to what you wanted as a child, what excited you as a child, because that can give you a lot of insight on how that child has evolved into an adult today. Um, you don't have to take up space as a child because a lot of adults really have that issue separating like childlike nature 
from maturity, and two things can be true at once. You can be a very well-evolved, mature adult and also honor your childish self, and doing that just brings more joy and a different perspective into your life, so it's really worth contemplating on and getting clear on who that child is and how that child has manifested into your adult self, like I said. Um, so I'm going to stop here because why not? Um, once again, if you'd like to see a visual of all the cards um, today and also, um, yeah, that. I also, I, I think I'm going to post a video of me making the cards that I made myself too on, on YouTube. So if you're interested, just follow me at The Existential Healer. Um, thank you so much for being here today. Uh,